The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabin edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabin is a pastor with the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches and currently pastors the Catch the Anointing Center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services, Monday 11th hour prayers and the Friday prophetic turning point services are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He's also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's Bishop Eddie Fabian. That is by your mercies. That is where we are not consumed. And Father, we thank you for brand new mercies this morning. And this week, Lord, we trust is going to be a very good week. I pray for each and everyone here that we will experience your presence like never before. I cover everyone with the blood of Jesus. Every work of Satan, every attack of the enemy against your life, I cancel it in Jesus' name. I declare that you shall be on top and above. You will never be beneath in the name of Jesus. You'll be the first and not the last. You'll be ahead and not behind. In the name of Jesus Christ, may God cause you to see his glory. And may the glory of God be manifested in your life in this new week. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted, Amen. Oh, put your hands together. And you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, this month, like you already know, is our feeding 527. But that was beautiful ministration from the choir. I think we should put our hands together for them. So, our feeding 527, I told you, is... Um, from the scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 27, that Paul wrote a letter to the Thessalonians. It says that the epistle that he has written must be read to the whole church. And so we also have an apostle, we have a prophet, we have a teacher who uh, writes letters all the time. In fact, last, yesterday I discovered that two more books have been released. <laughs> Okay, I think the preparation of the gospel and then um, another one, um, I forgot it. You know, so these books have also been written. Now, if we don't take care, we'll be there and a lot of the books will be there and nobody is reading them. In fact, many of you, if I ask you, how many of you have uh, bishops' books? That's one thing. And then whether you have been reading it. Is another thing. So sometimes we have to pick one of the books and kind of throw some light on it to stir up something in you. Because we can't preach the whole book. I mean, just one month, I can't preach everything. But just something to tintillate and scintillate you. Are you there or decided to go back home? So that you would decide to also go and get the book and read it. So you see, all the books are there. These are even kind of getting old now. So Richard. You know, and so we need to get the books and read them. So this month, the book that we are focusing on is uh, how or why non-tithing Christians become poor and how tithing Christians can become rich. Yeah. And last week, 
I started sharing with you about six reasons why non-tithers become poor. Sometimes people don't know why you are poor. Now, when you don't pay tithe, you are bound to be poor. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very important thing for every child of God. And we saw that non-tithers become poor because they have nothing to harvest. Because your tithe is like a seed that you are sowing and you will have something to harvest. We also said that non-tithers become poor because they do not attract the blessings of God upon their lives. Tithe attracts the blessings of God. When you pay tithe, you can attract the blessings of God. Amen. And then non-tithers become poor because they are cursed. <laughs> Bible says when you don't pay your tithe, you are cursed with a curse. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 verse 9. So we need to be careful. Non-tithers become poor because devourers constantly eat their wealth. He says that when you pay your tithe, he said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Malachi 3 verse 11, I believe. How about you with me? You haven't put any scripture on the screen yet. And then also non-tithers become poor because uh, the fruits of their fields are constantly destroyed. And then non-tithers become poor because they lose their fruits before they get the chance to harvest them. Mercy. That is what we call the field harvests. Charlie, these days the weather is very hot. Am I the only one? Hey, it's not easy at all. Today I want to move to chapter 8 of the book. Yeah. Seven things every Christian should know about the tithe. Seven things every Christian should know about the tithe. Oh, no. I don't think that's what I wanted to preach. I think I want to preach chapter 9. Why God established the tithe. Wouldn't you like to know why God established the tithe? How many would like to know why God we have, we have our money. We are, why, why should you come and take 10% of it? Uh, how many have thought about it before? Like, ah, I have my money. I'm just trying to be happy. Then you have come that I should give you 10% of the money. It's not even enough for you. The money is not enough for you. Alright, so the mysterious purposes of the tithe. Now the tithe is a mysterious multi-purpose offering that is presented to the house of the Lord. And your tithe mysteriously achieves numerous purposes for God. Every time you pay tithe, you contribute towards one of these mysterious purposes. Now, you have no idea what you're doing as you're giving your tithe. You are contributing to something. Yeah. And these are all mysterious things. A lot of mysterious things in the house of God. And I love this one. It says that when you contribute towards each of these purposes... God unlocks a different type of blessing over your life. I see a different type of blessing unlocked over your life. Yeah. It's about time the blessing on somebody here, your life must be changed to another type of blessing. You have been enjoying one type of blessing for too long. I see you enjoying a different type of blessing. Amen. So you may not have intended to directly accomplish any of these things, but you will indirectly contribute towards them every time you pay your tithe. 
So, seven things or are they seven? Why God established a tithe. Reasons. Number one, God established a tithe for people to show gratitude to God. God established a tithe so that people will show gratitude to God. And today, all my messages from Deuteronomy chapter 26. Everything is from Deuteronomy 26. So, if you can open your Bible to that place and just stay there, you'll be okay. So, I mean, can you imagine if there was nothing like tithe? I have a feeling that a lot of people, when they have money or they receive something, they will not remember God. <laughs> How many realize that, I mean, there are people, they don't, even sometimes when you have food to eat, you don't even pray. I mean, the way you dive into the food, it's as if you are fighting with the food. Hey! And there are some of you too, your prayers over the food. Blessed bless. Amen. I mean, what is blessed bless? It's blessed bless a prayer. Take your time and pray and thank God for the food you're about to eat. Father, thank you for this wonderful meal that has been prepared. Thank you for the hands that prepared it. May the one who prepared it be blessed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. One brother, he said he went to eat some food, the running stomach that he had. He decided that he would pray every prayer he can pray. So when he starts, he can read Psalm 37, Psalm this, Psalm that, all over the food before he starts eating. Hey! You haven't seen one before, that's why. But we need to appreciate God and acknowledge God whenever we receive something. Whatever comes to you, beloved, don't think that it's because of your beauty or your height, or your skill, your wisdom, or whatever, that is why you got it. No, it is God who made sure that that thing was coming to you. Yeah, you may be a very skillful mason, skillful carpenter, whatever. I know people, good carpenter, but nobody is going to them. Nobody goes there to take their things there. Yeah, and there are some people, they are not so good. But somehow, they are getting jobs to do. It is God. You must acknowledge that it is God. But sometimes we find it difficult to believe that God is the one who has orchestrated this whole thing for me. And so, to give a portion of it to God and to say thank you to God, Nalai, Nalai, I'm a very smart person. I'm very good. When I sew people's dresses, I tell you, no mistakes. Everything is nice. Hey, who are you? It is God. Tell the next person, it is God. Yeah. If your husband decided to give you some money, don't think that it's because of your sexy body that you are walking in the house with. That is why your husband decided to give you the money. No. It is God. Sometimes I sense God telling me, give your wife some money. Yeah. It is God. She will make a mistake of thinking that it's uh, this thing. Even though she has it, but it's not that one. It's God. <laughs> so Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 1 to 3, it says that, and it shall be, when thou art come into the land, 
which the Lord thy God giveth thee. When you have come into the land, and that land can be your business, it can be your new car. And as I'm speaking, some people are receiving it. It can be your new house. Are you receiving it at all? It can be your new factory that you have established. It can be the fact that you have traveled abroad and you have arrived in that land. He <laughs> said, when you have the land which the Lord your God giveth thee for an inheritance and possesseth it and dwellest therein, verse 2, thou, then thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth. You know, even when we were young, many years ago when we were growing up, we were told that when you get a new job or you start working, your first salary, you give it to your parents, isn't it? Yeah. Even that, they told us to give, and some of you campus people learn it, you don't know about it. When you start working, when you finish school, you start working, your first pay, you take it to your parents. Yeah, they will bless it. They will give it back to you. But you see, that kind of mind, that what am I taking? It's a very bad mind. One of the ways God tests your faithfulness and your love for him is not your coming to church and all that. It's your money. Yeah. That is why the Bible didn't say that you cannot serve God and the devil. It says you cannot serve God and money because he knows that the thing that competes with him it's money. So when anybody is able to release their money, it says a lot to God. Yes, you have passed a great test. But if every time you struggle, when it comes to offering, then you are struggling, you are tight. No, 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 no. You will not be one of the people that God likes. Mercy. So it says that when you have got into that place, take the first of all the fruits that are coming. Take the first of it. Don't take the second. Don't take the third. After you have squandered the money, then you remember, yee, tight. Then you go and bring some. No. As soon as you get the money, the first thing you do, take it. You know, those days they were using fruits and all that, so you would take the fruits. But now it's the money that they give to you at the workplace, isn't it, my brother? So take 10% of that money and bring it. It's for God. And the Bible says that you shall bring of, that, of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee. And you shall put it in a basket. Now those days they used baskets because they were fruits. But now we use, what's our basket? Give me, give me our basket. Oh, quickly, envelope. Hey, be smart, be smart. That is the basket we use now. So take the money and put it in the basket. And then write your name on it, whatever, your index number. How many of you know your index number? Oh, Pastor Richard, look, look. Please wave your hand. A lot of people don't know their index number. Okay, your index number is your phone number. So if you don't have a phone, I don't know. 
We'll create one for you, but have a phone. So, um, you write your name, your index number on it, and then that's it. Put it in the basket, then you shall go to the place which the Lord your God shall choose to place his name there. So, this is the place that God has chosen for you, especially the place where you are fed the word of God, and take it there. And he says what? Verse 3. It says that, and you shall go to the priest that shall be in those days and say to him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country with the Lord swear unto our fathers for to give us. So I am come today to say thank you to God because he has given me the thing that he promised to give to me. As you are coming to church and we are speaking over you and prophesying over you, all these things are going to come to pass. But when you get to that land, don't forget God. Because many people forget God when they get to their land. Yeah. Maybe your land is your wedding. That's your land. You have reached there. You have forgotten about God. Adelaide, don't forget about God. Whoever you are, don't forget about God. Yeah. Don't forget about God. And the Bible knows that you can easily forget so when you read Deuteronomy 28, um, the Bible says, uh, is it Deuteronomy 28? Deuteronomy 28? Yeah. It shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently, verse 2. It says that, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, if thou shalt hearken unto the... No, it's Deuteronomy 8. That's what I'm looking for. Deuteronomy 8. He said, all the commandments which I command you, that you may live, multiply, go in and possess the land which the Lord your God has promised you. Verse 2. It says that, and you shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you these 40 years. Don't forget, because you can easily forget. You can easily forget. Yeah. You can easily forget. Verse 18. It says what? But you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. To get wealth, to get money, it is God who gives you the power to get it. Don't forget. Don't forget. Because he can decide not to give you the power to get that money. Yeah. You will see that you are lying in bed in the morning. You can't even get up to go to your office. That's when you begin to realize that, hey, is God. Hmm. Are you there decided to go back home? Number two, God established. So do you know the first reason why God established tight? What is the first reason? So that people will do what? Yeah. How many of you realize that many times when you receive some money, somebody blesses you, some uh, handout, kickback, something, backdoor, whatever. You never remember God. When you, as soon as you get it, then you, that's where you remember all the things. Your week that you have to go and get. Your money, you have to pay the seamstress. Your what? Your phone, you have to change. But God doesn't come. How many realize that that's what happens? Uh -huh. Your credit. So the type is such that you cannot but remember God. 
Many times, as soon as something comes into my, it's an alarm in my ears. Beep, 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 beep. The tight, the tight, the tight, the tight. You can't think about any other thing. <laughs> Number two, God established the tithe for people to remember where God lifted them from. Wow. How many know where God has lifted you from? Vanessa, do you know where God has lifted you from? You should remember. People don't remember where God has lifted them from. But think, just think a little. And you realize that you were just some, somebody walking around. And today, look at you, you are wearing tie. But you used to be some bullshit shorts walking in the area with Chalowate. Nobody will even look at you. You are a girl, your hair, like uh, this thing. Guys have a word they call Pengbeshi. Pengbeshi. Do you know Pengbeshi? The hair is hard like something. How do you say it in Chi? By English. What? Kinky hair. It's a Pengbeshi. You have that hair. I mean, look at all these girls, young girls that are coming up. You have short hair, walking around. Very soon, you see that your hair is growing and you're having nice hair. You will easily be feeling good. But you used to be some small girl walking around. Yes. Yeah. And you see them, they have nice body shape. You used to be like a straight Yeah. And now you have a nice figure. You forget that you used to be. Nobody was looking at you. Now they look at you. Your breast has come out. You are feeling very good. <laughs> Mercy. But listen, the Bible says, I said to, today everything is Deuteronomy 26. Verse 4 to verse 6. Right there, Deuteronomy 26. And the priest shall take the basket. Where's the basket? So you brought the basket, and the priest will take the basket. And set it down before the altar of the Lord. Verse 5. And the Egyptians, what's that? And thou shalt speak and say before the Lord your God. A Syrian ready to perish was I. Yes, ready to perish was my father. And he went down into Egypt and sojourned there with a few and became there a nation, great, mighty, and populous. Verse 6, and the Egyptians evil and treated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. But a Syrian ready to perish. I said a Syrian ready to perish. I said a Syrian ready to perish. That was who you were. You were about to die. And God located you. And God found you. And God saved you. And look at you today. You are looking very good. You are looking very blessed. And you have forgotten where God took you from. That is why the tithe was instituted. So that you remember where you were coming from. Yeah. Some of you, before you have something to eat, you have to go to certain, you visit some people at certain times. Because you know that at that time, food is ready. 
one day my, my, my cousin had to give somebody a name because he comes around the time that food is ready in the house. So he called him Atinka. He said, Atinka is here. Atinka is here. I don't know how he does it, but he comes just at the time that the food. You see, when you don't have food in your house, you need to learn how to discern the times that food is ready. Then he arrives. Then he arrives. Oh! When him not here, and such people to when they come, they don't keep quiet. They ask a lot of questions. The guy was so bored. I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I you are so blessed. You can wear different clothes and come to church. Remember where the Lord has taken you from. I said, remember where the Lord has taken you from. You used to come for prayer meetings. Then you'd be praying, oh God, oh God, give me a husband, oh God. You were struggling. No man was looking at you. Then, one day, a man just looked at you and said, I like you. I'd like to marry you. Now you are feeling very good. You have become madam. Remember where the Lord has brought you from. Remember where the Lord has brought you from. A Syrian ready to perish. Yeah. That is who you were. Always remember that. That way you give your tithe quickly. You will not be feeling too big. Number three. God established the tithe as a prayer of thanksgiving. A prayer of thanksgiving. In Deuteronomy 26, verse 7 to 10. And when we cried unto the Lord God of our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction and our labor and our opposition. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness, with signs and with wonders. And he had brought us into this place and has given us this land, even a land that floweth with milk and honey. And now, behold, I have brought what? I brought what? The first fruits of the land which thou, O Lord, has given me. Yeah. And thou shalt set it before the Lord thy God and worship before the Lord thy God. Bring it before God and say, Lord, you have given me. This is the first fruit of that which you have given me. And he said, it's a, it's a prayer to God. When you bring it, it's a prayer. You may not even have said anything, but the fact that you are presenting is a prayer to God, saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So even if you never got a chance to say thank you, at least by bringing your tithe to the church, you are saying thank you to God. Hallelujah. Number four, I like this one. It says that God established the tithe so that you would enjoy the 90%, knowing that you are giving God his due. God did what? 
he established a tithe so that you can enjoy what? The 90%. Mm. Deuteronomy 26 verse 11. And thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which the Lord thy God has given unto thee and unto thine house, thou and the Levites and the stranger that is among you. Yeah. You see, the Bible says that when you pay your tithe, he will rebuke the devourer for your sake. So you find out that when you pay the 10, the 90, the enemy cannot come and take it from you because God is standing there to rebuke the enemy. So you see that the money is all for you. You can enjoy it. But when you don't pay your tithe, you have all the 100, but you can't enjoy the 100. So why not pay the 10 so that you can enjoy the 90? I don't know whether the mathematics is working. Is it working? Do you understand it? Yeah. So many times we think that, oh, we are being smart. We will not pay our 10. We will do this, that. But rather, what you are doing is that you don't even get to enjoy that 90 that you are talking about. You cannot enjoy it. You cannot enjoy it. Pay the 10 so that you can enjoy the 90. And many times, we don't even focus on the 90 that is so much. I mean, look at Adam and Eve. God gave them the whole garden. And he said, this one, don't touch it. It looks like human beings, when you say don't touch it, that's when we rather want to touch. Or what I'm saying is not true. Wait till you are married. Then that one, the thing is like, no, there's a mystery about this thing. We need to locate it. Mercy. But they couldn't. They wanted to enjoy that one too. And today all of us, we have lost everything. If it wasn't for Christ. So it is the same principle. God is always testing us with the 10%. Testing us with that tree. Testing us with that thing. To see whether we can leave it so we can enjoy the rest. But when we are not able to take that one, then we lose everyone. Yeah. If you're a husband, God has given you a beautiful wife. Or you don't like the message I'm preaching? Enjoy the wife. There's a verse. It said, enjoy with the wife of your youth. Enjoy. But you see that there's another lady that will be passing. Or you don't like the message I'm preaching? Looking very voluptuous. With a nice to whom to, to whom for, to whom does it belong to, to whom? Now, you'll be looking at the thing and you'll be wondering that, ah, why? Why can't I have this one too? And before you realize you are bringing problems upon yourself, stick to that one. It's very nice. Everything you need, God has put it in that one. I know why you are not clapping because you don't enjoy the message I'm preaching. Pastor <laughs> Richard, your wife, God has put everything inside hell. Everything. If you can take your time and enjoy, you will see that everything is there. So God wants you to enjoy the 90%. So he says, bring the 10 
and see how I'm going to defend the 90 for you so that you can enjoy it. Yeah. One day a woman came to see me. Savo, Motia, 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 Didi Mizika, Motia, Motia is dwarfs. Motia, short. <laughs> he said, I said, what? The Motia, Motia, Didi Mizika. Because her money kept vanishing and she didn't know how. I mean, as soon as she said that, the first thing that came to my mind was tight. So I asked her, Mommy, who changed you so to do? Do you pay your tight? I said, Madam, it's a very simple question. No. Do you pay your tight? Yes or no? <laughs> look at that. If you don't pay tight, this will happen to you. Motia, look at that. The rat knows where the money is. Uh huh. It's not just a rattle, it has been sent. It doesn't take anything, it takes only dollars. <laughs> I said, Madam, it's your tithe. I said, If you pay the tithe, this is Motia, they will stop. She was not able to enjoy the money. Wow. Number five, God established a tithe to pay the pastors, mm, the Levites, and to keep them working in the house of God. Beloved, if you don't pay tithe, I will not be paid. The other day I said, he said somebody was, born, he was looking at me and said, eh. I said, but how else will you think that I'm going to be paid? Or you think that there's some money that is coming from somewhere, somebody is sending me some money. When you pay your tithe, then me too, I can be paid. Yeah, that's my work. I work in the church. <laughs> Pastor Richard, people don't understand it. Yeah. No, 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 I don't use all the money. Me too, I'm paid like everybody else. Your salary, this is your salary, yes. But we do a lot of things with the money. We build, there are a lot of things we are building. But I'm talking about my salary. When you don't pay anything at all, there's no, no money to pay that, that salary. Yeah. Ah, you thought that every time that comes, all of it is given to me. Oh, no, no, no. Me too, like how when you go to work, you have pay slip. Me too, I have pay slip. Me too, I have all that. You too, this is your own. Yeah. I know, because sometimes, some churches, it's like all the money comes to the pastor. He's holding the money. No, I, I, don't, I don't even look at the thing. I don't even know what is there. Of course, when we have to do something, we know. But I am not like the one that I'm going to take money and No, we have people who pay us and all that. But what I'm saying is that if there's nothing in the account, what are they going to pay us? Verse 12, look at it. Verse 12, have you put it there? When thou hast made an end of tithing, all the tithes of thine increase, the third year, which is the year of tithing, and has given it unto the Levite, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, that they may eat within thy gates and be filled. So the Levite is paid for it. In fact, when you read Nehemiah, the Bible says that the people ran away, the priests ran away because there was no tithe. They all ran away to go and look for some job. 
And I'm sure that I would have gone to join Galamse something. Yeah. I went to Galamse because the church people are not paying tithe. Would you like me to go and do Galamse? Hey, me bishop, no. Once you know, no. I am a bishop. Number six, God established the tithe to care for the needy and the helpless. So, when you give to the widow, it says that the fatherless, and when you give to the Levite, you give to the stranger, you give to the fatherless, you give to the widow, that they may also eat. So, it's also to help other people who need help in the church. Are you getting it? And then number seven, God established the tithe as money set apart from all secular or worldly purposes. Now you have money, you use it for all sorts of things. Secular purposes. At least there must be some money that this one, it is not being used for any other thing but for God. Am I talking to somebody? Because all the money you have, it's for a wig, it's for uh, nails, it's for shoes, it's for dresses, it's for what else, ladies, help me. I'm talking to you because you are the ones who always want money. Makeup. Bags. Hey. You brothers, you want to marry. The women, they are very expensive. You have to have money to be able to take care of them. <laughs> yeah. Perfume. Need money. So, that's all your mind is on. But at least, when you know that there's a tithe, at least for once, your mind will go on something spiritual. Yeah. And that's what God is looking for. So that you take away the secular purposes. And then you have a spiritual purpose. Verse 14. I have not eaten thereof in my morning. Neither have I taken away aught thereof for any unclean use. Nor given aught thereof for the dead. This one, I think it works in Ashanti region here. For the people who like funerals. And I took the money to go for funeral. I went to buy funeral cloth so I cannot pay the tithe. Now, this is what the Bible is saying. It said, in my morning, in my morning, I have not eaten the money in my morning. When I was mourning and not, I didn't use the money. I still pay tithe. And that's how come God will also come and comfort you in your morning. Yeah, neither have I used it for any unclean use. Wow. Number eight. I'm finishing. God established the tithe to have a legal basis to bless his people. God must have a legal basis to bless you. And that comes through the tithe. Verse 15. Look down from thy holy habitation from heaven and bless thy people Israel. Look down from heaven and what? Bless thy people Israel. Yeah. And the Bible says in Malachi 3.10. He said, when you bring the tithe to the storehouse, he will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. May God have a, a legal basis to bless you. That way, nobody can stop it. I'm talking about something that nobody can fight against. That God himself is blessing you. He has a legal basis to bless you. He has a legal right to bless you. No witch, no wizard, no wizard and witch in your family can be able to stop that blessing from coming to you. Yeah. There are certain blessings, they can't stop it. They can't. But this one, I said this one, I said this one, they cannot stop it. 
I see you having a blessing that nobody can stop it from coming to you. Because there's a legal basis. Yeah. When you have a house and there's a, a will, there's a, a house, they are giving it to you. You say, this thing, I have willed it out to this person. And they put your name there and there are papers. Nobody can come and take it from you. Nobody. I see you having a blessing that nobody can take from you. But when you don't give your tithe, whatever you have, somebody can take it from you. Hey, number nine, God established the tithe as a test of our obedience. As a what? And this is amazing. Many people are failing the test. Ask the next person, are you failing this test or you are passing? What did they say? Who is marking? Are you the one marking? Verse 16 and 17. This day the Lord thy God has commanded thee to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt thereof, therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Yeah. So do it. And I told you, money is one of the greatest tests that God gives to us. And a lot of people are not able to pass. Tell the next person, pass the money test. And number 10, God established the tithe in order to create a peculiar and unusual group of people. A peculiar and unusual group of prosperous and blessed people on the earth. This is what happened to the Jews. Verse 18 and 19. And the Lord God had avouched thee this day to be his peculiar people as he has promised thee and thou shalt and that thou shalt keep all his commandments to make thee high above all the nations which he has made in praise and in name and in honor. Hallelujah. So God has given the tithe so that he will make you a peculiar people. A blessed people. Sometimes when people look at us, they wonder why we are so blessed. They cannot understand why you are blessed. But God has chosen the tithe to make you a peculiar person, a different person. So those of you who are not paying your tithe, you are not becoming a part of the peculiar people that God is blessing. But I see that a new group of people are coming up. People who understand what it means to pay their tithe. And as you do, may you become a different person. In your family, you will stand out. In your home, you will be different because the Lord your God has blessed you and has made you on top in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet and let's close. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Lift up your hands and talk to God right now. Ask God to help you to pay your tithe. Not to hold on to the tithe. Pray that you will learn to say thank you to God. Pray that you will bring your tithe as a prayer to God. Pray that you'll be able to enjoy your 90% because you are paying your tithe. Lift up your voice and pray in just a minute. You want to talk to God. You want to talk to God. You want to talk to God. Oh yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for grace. We pray for grace to pay our tithe to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray that you'll be able to take your envelope, your basket, 
and put your first fruits in it and be able to bring it to the Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless you. Listen, if you are, you have a problem paying your tithe, I want to pray with you. I don't know. I just feel that sometimes some of these things is also not just a normal thing. But you have a problem paying your tithe. I want to pray with you. Come to me in front of you. I want to pray with you. Come, I'm going to pray with you. You have a difficulty paying your tithe. Sometimes it's a real struggle. You really want to pay it. But sometimes you have a real struggle. Come, I want to pray with you. Come to the front. I'm going to pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come, let me pray with you. God is going to help you. Paying your tithe will be very easy. It will no longer be a struggle. God will help you. I want to pray. You will see that now God will be blessing you with even more money because he has realized that you always pay your tithe. You always pay your tithe. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your children. I come against every work of the enemy to prevent them from entering into the blessings that you have for them. Every plan of Satan, I cancel it in Jesus' name. I declare you loose from whatever keeps you back from releasing your tithe. I pray that from today, it's going to be easy for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, as you pay, may the Lord also bless you. May the Lord have a legal reason to bless you and bless you in the name of Jesus. Be blessed and be delivered from every hold of the enemy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Give me envelopes. I'm going to use it as a point of contact. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. You shall not struggle to pay your tithe. Amen. God bless you. If there's anybody you have not paid your tithe this month, I want to just give you an envelope. I'm just believing God with you. God is going to bless you. Come and take my envelope. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, come and take it. Some of you, money is going to come into your hands just because of this envelope you have taken. Now, one day I just read the Bible. It says that Elisha told the widow to get empty vessels. And the Bible says as long as there were empty vessels, the oil flowed. So from that day, anytime I go to church, I take an envelope because that's my empty vessel. And when I take an envelope, money comes into the envelope. <laughs> People give me money to be able to pay. Who else is taking an envelope to pay your tithe this month? Beautiful. Father, we bless you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here. Somebody invited you to church today, but you are not born again. The greatest tithe you can give to the Lord is your very self. The Bible says that present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable act of worship. The best tithe you can give to God is your person. And today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to make it to heaven when I die. I want to be part of God's children when he comes for them. Today, if you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be born again this morning. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. 
Today is a day of salvation. God bless you. Lift it up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. Today is a day of salvation. Let it go up. Don't put it down. Don't put it down. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Come to me in front here. Clap for them as they come. I surrender all. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all. To Him I freely God bless you. Face me. I will let love and trust in His prayer. just lift up your two hands it's a sign of surrender now I want you to pray this prayer after me say Lord Jesus let's pray together say Lord Jesus this morning I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word. <laughs>